0: You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. If you are listening to the podcast of this, it is located at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, there are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, which are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. This is a reading of Collected Works, Volume 88, by Rudolf Steiner, entitled Concerning the Astral World and Devakon, translated by James Hines. This is Lecture 18.4, entitled Physical Illnesses and Cosmological Laws, given in Berlin on October 27, 1903. The question was asked, why is there what is imperfect, evil, pain, and illness, among karmic connections. Do not well-intentioned thoughts from a human spirit bring about a karmic balance? The thought of a merciful, forgiving God is closer than that of a strict, righteous God. In answer to this question, the following can be said. Our idea of God as represented from the theosophical point of view includes the idea that human beings are being led in the course of time to their highest perfection. Indeed, they achieve a divine aim, not in any uncertain way, but by following a specific path. We are dealing with seven planetary stages of development in our cosmos, Saturn, Sun, Moon, now, the Earth, which later will transition into the fifth, then the sixth, and finally the seventh stage. We can obtain something of an idea of three of these stages, that is, the Moon, the Earth, and the future planet Jupiter. We call our planet the Earth, the cosmos of love. The next stage, Jupiter, is called the cosmos of fire. The previous planetary stage, the moon stage, is called the cosmos of wisdom. The most highly developed beings of the present condition of the Earth are called the masters of love and compassion. The masters of wisdom were the most highly developed beings of the moon development. Out of wisdom they guided the construction of human organs from the cosmic forces of karma in such a way that, for example, at the right time, hunger and thirst occur. If these masters of wisdom appear in our time, then they come with too much wisdom. Is it not true that a piano maker must unfold his work in the workshop and that in a concert hall his activity would produce only mischief? Thus, one and the same activity can be good in one location and bad in another. This is true also for these masters of wisdom. Since they have too much wisdom, they would, as a result, create mischief here on the earth, just as a piano maker would create mischief in a concert hall. If the masters of love and compassion were to bring too much of our earth over into the next planetary stage of evolution, then they would become a kind of, quote, brothers of shadows, Close quote. For this next stage we'll have the task of purifying the manas element on the plane of buddhi. All of these purified feelings for karma will then flow together into a single power that will strive toward the primal spirit that flows and floods through our planet. Everything that human beings feel today will, in the next stage, stream together in a purified form like flames. And these many individual flames will be united into a total fire. Thus the future sixth planet is called the cosmos of fire. It will be formed from the purified feelings of human hearts as they intertwine and harmonize their sounds together. This future cosmos of fire will be related to our earthly cosmos just as the earth is is related to its predecessor. What is essential must first have gone through wisdom, then through love, and finally it must rise up in fire. This is the goal that the primal spirit who streams through the cosmos strives for. It wants humanity to live through all the stages in between. Human beings are not simply to arrive at perfection. It is essential for them to traverse all the individual stages, in order to experience the richness of existence. These in-between goals could not be attained unless diversity and manifoldness in time and space were present. In space, various steps of existence are present alongside one another. But beings also live one after another in time and pass through various epochs, various stages. Thus the primal spirit strives for diversity in space and time. It causes beings to progress toward perfection through their own efforts. It allows beings really to undergo each individual lesson. Karma can work only in such a way that perfection corresponds to the imperfection it replaces. Imagine a child that should grow and develop so that it can be perfected in its later stage of adulthood. First, it must learn everything. It must learn to stand and walk. It must learn to hold itself in balance. In doing so, it will frequently fall to the ground. Unless pain were associated with falling, the falls would have no effect toward perfecting the child's abilities. For life to become perfected, imperfect life must be present. Every fact must have another associated with it, so that the first fact becomes a kind of lesson for us. So that it teaches us something. Theosophy shows us this. Every station on our earth's path of evolution means a learning through which we ascend to the highest degree. Thus, we are to understand life as learning. The divine primal spirit is giving us the opportunity to learn as much as possible from life. A God who only forgives would prevent us from learning. Every deed becomes a source of knowledge. That would not happen unless every swing of the pendulum to one side were not followed by the pendulum swinging back. It is necessary that the pendulum be able to swing in both directions, so that we are not marionettes guided by the hand of a creator. Because the entire diversity of human life does not appear in some stages of our evolution, in other stages, Something must appear that seems like the swing of a pendulum in the opposite direction. Now, there are physical diseases. Fundamentally speaking, we cannot understand the origin of physical diseases. We can only understand that accidents happen to us. It is not at all easy for us to understand that our body can become sick out of itself without any kind of accident having happened to it. The brothers of the shadow close quote, are seen as the bearers of evil diseases that work from within outward. In the same direction, we can seek for the cosmic, karmic origin of physical diseases that appear without any external cause. Straying into evil happens through the presence of too much wisdom in the wrong location. In the physical realm, this signifies that the masters of wisdom have intervened too strongly into internal human organs. These masters should, however, be concerned with wisdom alone and not delve into the physical sphere in the present stage of the earth's evolution. Precisely in this way, the masters of wisdom engender physical illnesses when they do the same things here that they did rightly during an earlier stage. This principle of misplaced wisdom is the origin of physical suffering, Caused by evil. Our cosmos of love, compassion, and goodwill was preceded by the cosmos of wisdom, in which the beings dedicated their work to the construction of the physical body. The fact that their activity extends into our cosmos brings about illnesses. Diseases, physical, and moral evils are all the result of this common origin. This is a fact that arises from occult research of history. I have shown how our age, through external research, has come to the point that spiritualization by means of theosophy is necessary. Western science has arrived at the gate of theosophy and now knocks at the door. Out of itself it cannot find satisfactory solutions. César Lombroso's research, for example, is in itself justified. He sees the physical and soul aspects of human beings as very related. He sees abnormalities and illness among criminals as very related. He found purely physical abnormalities and irregularities of the physical among criminals. He measures the skull, seeking asymmetries and abnormalities. He maintains that where a moral shortcoming is present, a physical disharmony can be found. In this way he moves morality and physical illness very close together. Thus physical science arrives at convictions to which occultism also leads. But Theosophy knows that in cases of moral and physical illness we are dealing with the karmic extension of the lunar epoch into our earthly actions. These are cosmic, karmic effects that lead to deep penetration into the physical world. Now, you will see why those who have the ability to see into the astral world can be entirely different doctors from those who lack this vision. During the lunar epoch, everything that happened there was much closer to the astral world than today. Astral forces were much more active, much more fluid. They were much more powerful. For that reason, an astral seer can follow the connections that exist between our world and the lunar world. He or she must be able to look from the physical effects to the astral causes. We must attempt to imagine this in a picture. Imagine that the astral was water and is now frozen, so that we can see into the ice and behold everything that was there earlier. Paracelsus, who saw this, was in a position to find a great number of healing processes that are not understandable to ordinary doctors. He was in a position to impart the causes of illnesses in the physical realm through his vision, that is, he could see the causes of illnesses in the previous epoch of the earth. He said that we must be able to cure not just the earthly, but also the sidereal human being. In our words, this means we must also be able to cure the astral aspect of a human being. Paracelsus saw the relationship between the effects of the physical medication and the cause of the illness, and he also saw the effects of the medication. An ordinary doctor would find the effects through experiments. So you see how what appears as imperfection on earth is no longer imperfect for us on earth if we understand it as a debt brought about by the present influence of earlier wisdom, a wisdom that was justified in the past. That which is perfect in our epoch can be imperfect in an earlier or later epoch. Jesus said, quote, Why do you call me perfect? Only our Father in heaven is perfect. Close quote. No single being is perfect. It is only imperfect, at the place and at the time where it is found. The end of Lecture 18.4